Welcome Cheeky Goddesses to Cheeky Vibe Peaceful Life. This is our podcast and we're going live right now. Um, Lauren and I got together and we thought we'd talk a little bit about surviving the stay-at-home directives that we've been given and, and how we're going to navigate this with a positive attitude and, and ways to reduce our stress and anxiety. Um, but we kind of want to just touch base and let you know what's going on in our lives right now because we all have a story. Every one of you out there has a story about what's going on and how your life is being impacted. So I guess I'll start with you, Lauren. How has your life been impacted by this worldwide crisis of the coronavirus? Oh, I can say um, it really started on Sunday night. Um, I started seeing like uh, in the salon and stylist groups that I'm in, some of them in PA already started closing. So I think um, just that anxiety built up from like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, honestly, I don't even know what day it is and what day it was that we were done with it. But, um, those days, my anxiety were so high and I like didn't sleep. So I knew it was coming. So it's one of those things where I was already starting to just wrapping your mind around what was it going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then that day that it happened, I really just allowed myself to have my moment to cry to lean on the people that are my support system and to feel your I was like feels. okay I'm just gonna get it all out and then yesterday was like my first day home which Thursday is like my normal day off so I was like okay I'm gonna just kind of treat this my normal day off do some of my routine um process and then all we can do is one step at a time right so basically the bottom line is as you all know, Lauren is a hairdresser and had to close up shop. And she is a single mom with two kids who are um, under the age of seven and four. Seven and four. Um, and she is her own shingle out there. So she is a, um, you know, her own business, you know. So she's gonna have to navigate through this. How do I take care of my kids? How do I take care of my family? Um, how do I pay for things? So as many of you out there, especially all of our friends that are in the restaurant business, we have lots and lots of friends in the restaurant business and, and you know, just different places out there that <clears throat> are going through the same thing. Um, first and foremost, well, first let me say how, what I've been going through. Um, I am a mental health therapist, as many of you know, and I work for North Canton Therapy Works, and I work with um, two wonderful owners, Natalie Edwards and Cindy Zerbrug, and they put things in place for us to be ready for this. So the good news is, as a mental health therapist, you know, we're behind the lines of the, the doctors, the nurses, and all those things. We're handling the fallout of the anxiety, the depression, and all those things. So they put it in place that I am doing telehealth. It's a new thing that's out now. I'm so, so glad they're doing this. It's so great. So many people are going to need this right now. And just knowing that that's available is, right. is huge. Right. So we do this kind of thing. The way we do our videos and that kind of thing in this world that we live in, we can do things online. So I actually got to work with some clients this week, and I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But... Um, so my life has changed, but I'm still doing my job helping others every single day that are going through things. Um, so that's still going forward for me, which is a blessing. And I thank Natalie and Cindy for getting that up and running. They were ahead of the curve. So again, kudos to them at North Canton Therapy Works in North Canton. Um, but before we go into too many more things, I want to thank our doctors, nurses, first responders, grocery store workers, truck drivers, delivery drivers, 
and our people that are working at restaurants that are still doing takeout and my son who works at Starbucks who's still there and he laughed and said he might be the only one leaving the house to go to work when this is all said and done. Um, so just thank you to those people and I hope that everyone can take the time to thank someone. If you see, if you go to the grocery store, thank them. I went to the pharmacy at CVS, at Bueller's, at Nobles Pond, and I thanked the, the pharmacists for being there. So, you know, they're out in the fields doing the things when we're, when we're on lockdown, or not lockdown, but when we're supposed to stay in, they have to go out. And so we need to thank them and be appreciative of them. So <clears throat> again, as a mental health therapist, I wanna start by saying to reduce anxiety, um, in this time of crisis and, and, and anxiety and stress and worry, um, go back to using our healthy coping skills that we've talked about so many times, but even starting off with avoiding the negativity, avoiding being glued to the news. I mean, it's good to have updates to know what's going on in our, in our area, to know what's going on um, in our community, in our world, in our country, but not being glued to it 24-7. Yeah, I agree. And I think the hard thing is, too, if you're constantly scrolling and you're on Facebook, like, there's so much false information. That is so and true. And it's just creating more anxiety. So I've been trying to just stick to the things that I know are true. Mm -hmm. If I, you know, obviously leading up to this, I knew I was getting on and just watching our governor, like, yes. seeing what he was canceling. Right. You know, paying attention to the things that are facts that are really, truly giving us the right answers. Right. Because there is so much false stuff. Right. And scary stuff. People saying even, you know, taking things out. But like she's saying, um, the, we're listening to the World Health Organization information, the CDC's information, our governor's information, things that are local um in governmental offices that are coming from that. I've even made a mistake sending out something that I thought was um, appropriate, but it was a, a miss, a miscue. So I'm really trying to send positive things out there. Um, if it's information about what restaurants are open, if it's information about where to get online, um, actors and actresses reading stories to our kids. I love that. Yes, or or um, online virtual tours at museums. I mean, online educational things. You know, I've been sharing that stuff as far as um, what to do when we're in this time of sitting and not being able to move forward and kind of being with each other. Oh, and I do want to say one other thing. Lauren and I are close together in this setting. We're trying to give some social distance, but... We've been together an awful lot, and Lauren is like my other daughter. You know, I have I have Megan, I have Ben, and I have Lauren, and her daughters are my. So I've, we've got this kind of big family. So we've already been together almost every day, anyway. So I just want to let people know that we are thinking of that and being cognizant of that. Um, <clears throat> but again, trying to continue to focus on positivity and not not the negativity that is inundating us out there. You know. Yeah. Um, another thing for me, obviously my, I have two little ones. Um, I'm used to going into work, so I know getting into this new adjustment that I really want to, um, kind of have some normalcy with my normal like routine. What does important. that look like? You know, I'm still trying to go to bed at a decent time to get up in the morning, get in my workout. Um, I usually try to journal. I do like the meditation. So having some normalcy in my routine, I can't promise that I'll be wearing much more than like jammies, but the rest of it, I'm trying to keep like a little bit more, you know, day to day, right. what I've already done. Right. And I've said that to my clients that I've worked with this week. And I have to be honest, you know, I'm doing therapy with clients who are anxious and afraid. Guess what? 
I'm anxious and afraid because the unknown is the future. We don't know what's going to happen. So us taking that time to gain a sense of control with keeping our structure and our routine, keeping our bedtimes, keeping our wake up times, keeping our meal times, getting up and taking a shower and somewhat getting ready, even if it's in jammies or sweats, but continuing to do the day-to-day -day life stuff that keeps us on a routine because that gives us a sense of control because when things are out of control, that increases our anxiety. It increases our um, feelings of being like out of control. So really, really focus on that. And another thing which I mentioned earlier is that you can still see a therapist. The governor has invoked new rules that we can do telehealth, which is this you know online counseling. Um, this is a big change and insurance companies are even paying for it now because at first they were like, oh, it can't, it's only if you're a self-pay person. But no, insurance companies are now going to be paying for this, including diagnostic assessments. So, so you could be a brand new client and call in to some of the agencies in the area, all the agencies that are doing this, and go ahead and make an appointment for a diagnostic assessment and you can talk to a therapist, somebody who is out there that can help you navigate this time and give you some coping skills, some calming skills, some, some ways of dealing with what's going on, which is what we're doing, which in a lot of ways helps us too. It gives us, it helps us to come to that same place of we need to all be in this together. We are all in this together and how do we move forward? Um, I'll let you go to the next section. This is another part of staying in um, some healthy coping skills. And this is also part of real life too, obviously. The kiddos are here. So. Yeah, we're all in this together. So we might have them joining. Right. Um, but another part of this is, you know, finding time to still exercise, move your body, um, what? getting outside and walking. If you were used to going to the gym and you need some information, um, I am able to give my uh, customers and friends two free weeks of workouts my company is also providing um, free stuff for kids. Um, so if you need any of that, if you were a gym goer and need a place to, and um, just some workouts to keep you moving, feel free to message me. I can share a link. Um, but the workouts will really help. And I know for me, when I'm stressed, like the working out, that's kind of like something my kids are already going to know every morning. Mommy is still going to be getting up, still moving. It's part of the routine. Yeah, it's part of the routine. Yeah. And most of the times if they're awake, they like to join me. So Yeah. And, and not only um, your business, but there's lots of other businesses out there that's doing all kinds of free online stuff, whether it's yoga or workouts. And of course, they're encouraging us, as long as it's not snowing or downpour rain um, to go outside and and be outside in your your own way exercising taking a walk um, just continuing to move and put yourself out there um, another thing I was watching uh, the Today Show this morning and Jay Shetty was on and he spoke again about another way of coping is using intentional mindfulness um, doing something every single day that brings you joy. So, you know, being creative, painting, reading, baking. I actually haven't cooked as much as I've cooked in the last couple days. I'm sure I'm going to be doing a lot more cooking as we go. I'm going to make some banana nut bread with my rotting bananas. And I haven't made banana nut bread in years. So I've seen even like some different chefs. Um, oh, yeah. Putting some stuff out there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, the guy who owns B-Spot. I forget his name. But anyway, he's doing a everyday using what's in your pantry kind of online Facebook 
um, live feed on how to how to cook and do things. Um, and also, you know, writing. You have to do some writing if you can. Um, but the second thing was looking for beauty in nature, um, in paintings, in looking at your child's face, in, in touching your pet's fur, in, you know, walking outside and noticing, you know, the, the sensation of sight and touch, um, using calming sounds. Um, we, we use the sound, the relaxation um, sleep sounds. Um, on Alexa that we play overnight, but you could play that during the day. Um, relaxation music, calming music. Like I've mentioned before, um, the music, it's called Weightless by Marconi Union. It reduces stress 60%. That's a big number. That's a free download on YouTube. So you just go to Marconi Union and you pull up the song Weightless and it's 10 hours of free download for you. Um, and it's gonna reduce your stress. Um, another thing with your smells, using your um, calming smells, um, Stress Relief by Bath & Body. This stuff is wonderful, it smells so good. It's got the eucalyptus and spearmint, it's really good. We have our candle going, you know? So it, it's the scents and the smells of, of the candles. Um, <clears throat> and then of course, going to meditation, you know, just taking those deep breaths, right hand on your heart, left hand on your stomach, breathing in four, Breathing out for, we also have two um, relaxation things on our YouTube channel. Oh, we can share that. We have it, um, if you go to our website, it will, it's a pop-up. It will come up, you put in your email address, and that will get sent to you through email. So it's a mindful. It's your longer version. Well, there's two of them. There's a mindful moment, which brings you into the here and now, because you're not worrying about the past, which causes depression, or the future, which causes anxiety. And we all have a lot of that, because we don't know what the future holds. But it brings us us. It brings us into the moment, what we smell, what we what we taste, what we hear, what we touch, and it helps reduce stress. And then the other one is a longer one, and it is a um, relaxation with deep breathing, with that music I mentioned from Marconi Union, with guided imagery, um, imagining a beach or, or a forest or something. And then the other one is um, progressive muscle relaxation. So it starts with your toes and goes all the way up. But both of those are ways to relax. I mean, and that's just ours. There's a million relaxation things you can pull up an app you can go to YouTube so there's a million ways to find that relaxation and bringing that in um, another thing for you know we taught they call this uh, social social distancing when actually it's physical dis distancing I've heard this term have you heard that mm -hmm. one too physical distancing because socially we still need to connect we're we're social creatures and so again with the way of the world with with all of the things we have on the computer and online we're going to turn to virtual gatherings so this is yeah, a really important facetiming more with family yes family friends I, I saw some people still doing their book club virtually with maybe even a wine club they've got oh, their I already, wine. Told, I already told my girlfriends I'm like if we you know, start to get bored. Don't worry. I'll put together a trivia game. When the kids go to bed, we can get a glass of wine or tea or whatever and have our own little girls night because I have Zoom, which um, I, I think that the Zoom CEO did open that up. I thought I heard. I don't know if it's like the I students haven't heard or that what, yet. but I did hear something about that. But just any way you can still connect and yeah. 
Yeah, that's that, FaceTime, Zoom, and that goes back to exercising online. Um, and we talked about a lot of the different things online. If you have something online for free that you want us to, to promote, message us and we'll put it out there because we want to do as much good and as much positive as we can. You know, this is a serious time. There's a lot of people that are going to be sick, but there's a lot of people that are going to be okay, more okay than sick, but we still are going to be in this situation to be responsible and do things from home. Um, another thing that's really important for me to talk about is virtual church. Um, you know, our faith, we have, you know, that, that our faith is, you know, faith over fear and have that be um, a way to connect with fellow parishioners. Um, you know, our pastor at Cross Point United Methodist has a a live feed every Sunday. So we're still having a connection to church. Even Bible studies can be done that way. So again, you know, keeping God first and having that prayerful faith time to be able to connect to other people in another virtual gathering. So take just being completely um, still connected. So and another thing that's really important, and again, I learn from my clients every day, sometimes more than they can teach me. And I was talking to one of my guys yesterday on account that I was doing counseling with and he was very very anxious he already has anxiety disorder and he talked about his virtual gatherings but he also brought this up and it's interesting because I didn't bring this up he did so again I, I don't know everything and I forget things and I learn from my clients but you know when we think about how is this affecting our world how is this affecting you personally the thing is we all have a story document it I've seen this online and and then my my client brought up expressive writing another term for that in therapy would be um, trauma writing trauma narrative you know you're gonna write down what you're feeling in the moment and I did this today I wrote like eight pages straight through as fast as I could write and you can do it on your phone you don't have to write I mean I'm old and I'm old school so I was writing it out but write your story document this this journey record this for future generations you know we've never seen anything like this in our generation the closest i can come is 9 11 and what you were doing we talked about that what were yeah, you doing during 9 11 how old school. were you were you at school i was in school yeah so the aftermath of 9 11 and we talked about people coming together and loving on each other and the firemen with their boots and people sticking money in their boots and all those good things that came out of it and people gener being generous and donating now we can't we're not going to be able to do that physically next to each other but we can do it virtually is that that coming together During virtually. my workout today um it's because it's a 21 day program that i'm doing right now and i thought it was interesting one of the very first things she said when we started because today was my yoga day um and she said how do you want to feel when this is all done and i was like that has a whole new meaning to me right now mm -hmm. and i was i don't know it just kind of hit me like i wanted to take a minute and um, I do journal every day, so that was actually going to be one of my questions today that I really think about, like, how do you want to feel? Right. And I've actually been using that with clients. What do you want to look forward to? What's something you want to do that you can think about and plan and have that be something to look forward to, you know, when this is all said and done? And I've seen some interesting um, Facebook posts like you know when we get to the first football game after this when we go to the first movie when we go out to dinner the first time how we're gonna really feel it like we did in 9-11 after that after that when the first planes were flying again and I remember pulling over to the side of the road looking up and crying thinking thank you God that the world's going back to normal and that's the kind of things that we're going to experience those firsts after this monumental thing that's occurring to us to us, with us, for us. 
Um, so, you know, whether you write it, whether you um, journal it, whether you talk it or record it. And, they, and I saw something else online about having kids record it. What are they feeling? You know, and talking to your kids about how they feel. It's okay to share, like I did with my clients. I feel anxious too, but what am I gonna do with that? Because anxiety is a feeling. It's not right or wrong, good or bad, just like anger. It's what we do with the anxiety. It's putting it into something positive and channeling that, so. Um, I think we just are trying to say that while we're given this time of forced isolation in our homes, it doesn't have to be isolations from, from our family, friends, our church, the people that we love. But it can also be a time to slow down. It's forcing all of us to take some time to slow down. It is absolutely a forced self-compassion time, a forced self-care. We've been preaching that from the very beginning when we started this, you know, and using your own self-awareness. We've talked about self-awareness. How are you feeling and what are you feeling and, and identifying that and what are your triggers? Because um, it's gonna get stressful if we're all in our houses for two, three, four weeks or longer. Um, the people that we love are gonna get on our nerves, whether it's oh, our yeah. kids or our significant others, our spouses. Um, keeping that self-awareness to understand, you know, how, what am I, what's triggering me? Is it really this person or is it the situation I'm in? So, you know, and then keeping self-control. I go back to that, what we have said all along, how would it feel to hear what I'm about to say? And if it's gonna make, if it make yourself feel bad, then don't say it, kind of reword it, reframe it. Use your I statements, your I feel. You know, we're all going through this um, and learning to not take it out on each other. You know, and if you do, you own it. It's okay to apologize for things that you've said to somebody. Um, <sighs> Or anything else on that that self-awareness self-control no I'm just trying you know obviously I have two little kids and with my youngest being four I mean I think like the first thing that happened yesterday and I mean obviously in this time it's really not that big of a deal and I just kind of rolled with it but I handed Gia a brand new like shake and somehow the girls spilled it like all over so it's like hmm Okay, just relax. We're gonna do this together. Like, yeah. we just as a family cleaned up the mess. But it yeah. was just like, you know, just trying not to let those little things, because obviously, you know, if we're gonna be in the house for right. a while together, you know, just kind of rolling with it. Right. And, and with every relationship that you're in, this goes back to the stuff we talked about couples, but it can be any relationship. Please communicate compromise and use empathy and the thing is we don't have to imagine what it would feel like to be in the situation that we're talking the person we're talking to because we're living it we are all in this together so this is not i like i can't even imagine like you know i work with divorced clients i'm not divorced i can envision what it would be like to work with someone divorced but i'm not there but this is this is the reality is that we're all in this together we're all doing this together um, when I just tried to lean on a lot of my friends that are nurses and doctors and just really, you know, know what's going on. And I obviously I am so grateful for them that they're in the hospitals and, right. and doing this work. So, you know, so and, we can all survive and, yeah. and do that. So just listening, staying home. Yeah. Another thing, um, while this lasts, um, 
we go out to eat a lot in, in Jackson Township. We have a lot of great restaurants around here, especially a lot of locally owned ones. Um, continue to support your local restaurants while you can. You know, while this is still allowed to be done for as long as it's going to be able to be done, if you can, you know, support your local restaurants. We have some wonderful ones around here. So we've already been trying to do that, um, my husband and I and our kids. Um, I guess go back to loving on each other, loving on each other, showing each other compassion. Um, I think that's my favorite part that I've seen. Oh, this. yes, I've lo- I, I, I mean, do the, feel the stuff that that's going on in the community, the support that people are giving each other. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's truly amazing. And, you know, I'm off anything I can do to help a friend. I think right now is what we got to just pull together. Right. Just and then sharing if you appreciate someone just sharing that. And I um, my neighbor is a pediatric um, doctoral nurse. Um, and she, I texted her today and just said, hey, I just wanted you to know, Robin, Brian, I'm saying this to you, how much I appreciate you and what you're doing. We know so many nurses and you know just so many doctors that we know that we really appreciate what you're doing. It, it's, it's just you know selfless because they're on the front lines being exposed all the time. Um, and so you know we're talking about surviving this stay at home mandate, but I kind of was thinking maybe, while we're home, if we're not sick, let's try to thrive in this time of self-compassion, self-care, loving on each other, growing as a person, growing, evolving, being that per- that better person. And I'm hoping that when this is all over and done, that we will see that we came together as a country, we came together as a community, that we are stronger than we know, and we are supportive of others and love on each other. And it's just so important to continue to, to, to be there for each other. And also, it's okay to share when you're being vulnerable, because we all are, every one of us. Um, so, I guess, follow the guidelines that are mandated. You know, don't go out and do things that you're not supposed to do. Try to stick to what is going to get this to end quicker. Um, I saw a couple things online about putting your Christmas tree up, or Christmas lights up. Oh my gosh, I love that, because anybody that knows me knows I love Christmas, and people started talking about that the day that, like, I knew I was going to be off work, and I was like, Yeah. I know Nicolina already did it. She put it, I I saw it on Facebook, and I shared it, and I thought, well, I got to dig out my lights. She's already got it out there on her front porch, so kudos to you, Nicolina, for doing that already. Um, So being a light in the darkness. You know, this is a dark time, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and we are we can be a light to each other. So using that in so many different ways, and then also I saw um, the governor asked that if you have a flag to raise your flag in solidarity as well. So these are things that bring us together as a community instead of ripping us apart. You know, we don't need more division or derision. We want um, solidarity and love and compassion for each other. So I want you to remember to put faith over fear peace over panic, kindness over cruelty, and love over loneliness. So we can all do this together. Um, We will probably be doing another podcast on Monday. We want to keep coming out there and being supportive and being inspirational and trying to be a light in the darkness. So um, staying cheeky is good, but but this time I'm going to say stay strong, goddesses. We wish you the best.